0: What's up everybody it's the power rankings podcast aka the power Rankings show there went the music i was kind of hoping it would run under me for a little bit kind of gives me a little momentum uh i am pleased to be joined as always on this is it wednesday already mm-hmm. oh my gosh with at marcus underscore mosher hello elliot how are you doing today sir i'm i'm ready to talk quarterbacks and how much more money they make than i do can't i cannot wait cannot wait since the last time we uh, did a podcast. Let me make sure my mic is okay. I think it is. The last time we did a podcast, uh, we weren't really talking about this stuff. And then some major deals went down um, since we last uh, recorded. And that's what I thought. If my mic sounded all screeks, that's because I was using my laptop mic and not my mic mic, my apologies. Um, But Derek Carr signed with the Saints uh, since we last spoke. Danny Dimes re-upped with the Giants. And now we have all this Lamar Jackson talk, which I know we're going to get to today in a minute. What are your initial thoughts um, on Carr and Daniel Jones? Daniel Jones signed for four years, $160 million. Uh, Derek Carr signed for four years, I think $150 million, um, with the Saints what do you think about these two deals? Well, we should also mention there was another one. Geno Smith got a three-year, $75
1: million ah, deal from Seattle as well. So we had three big quarterback deals go down. Um, honestly, I like Gino's deal the best of the three. Yeah. It seems yeah, like it's the, it's the most fair. It seems like it's definitely the cheapest, and he's the best quarterback. So what am I missing here, Elliot?
0: Uh, not too much. I think you're doing a heck of a job, honestly. <laughs> I'm a little surprised that Derek Carr got more money uh, or got less money than Daniel Jones. Are you just a hair? I know it was just a little bit less, but what do it's you think It's probably
1: an age thing, right? Like Derek Carr has been in the league for a while and the Saints didn't draft him. You know, it's just when you draft a quarterback in the first round, and you decide to keep him. You pay a little bit extra, right? Like, hey, this is our guy. We want to take care of him rather than outside free agent. So I- I'm a little surprised, but are we finally getting a little bit of a middle class of quarterback with Gino and Derek Carr?
0: Maybe so, but <clears throat> I would like to show you right now who I think is going to be playing quarterback for the Baltimore Ravens this year. you ready?
1: Yep. Are you standing up? Are you loosening up your arm? No, Elliot just left. So this is fantastic radio. <laughs> Nobody. That's who. Nobody. Oh, stop it. Stop it. You're insane.
0: Yeah. <sighs> dude. So there's all sorts of opinions going on uh about Lamar. And I know you have some landing spots for him. We're gonna get to that. I just want to say that um I think it's really interesting that Daniel Jones got forty million a year. And I, I don't know how I feel about it. On one hand, I'm really happy for the guy because he's really tough. He plays hard. I think he's got a good attitude. I think he showed improvement last year. Maybe it's a little late for some people's taste, but he he got a coach that he could work with and the organization John Mara said that we've let this quarterback down and last year they tried not to let him down. He still doesn't have great skill players around him. He's got a great running back. I mean he's not going to it? with this
1: with this with this uh new contract. He's just not going to have those skill guys either.
0: Right. So On one hand, I'm happy for him. On the other hand, I don't know if this gets the Giants any closer because they still have the third best quarterback in the division. So, um, there's that. Derek Carr, I know some people are jazzed about a little reunion with Dennis Allen. I, not much of a reunion. I think they played four games together and they went 0 and 4. Yep. Uh, because I believe that's the year Dennis Allen got replaced. Am Mm I misremembering this? You're right. Yep. And, um, Gino Smith, I'm just happy for. Gino Smith deserves the money. I agree with you. Smartest contract. Played his butt off last year. Uh, So let's get to Lamar. Um, You have some potential landing spots for him. Um, Just overall, what do you think of this situation before we get to those?
1: I think it's an incredibly smart move by the Ravens to put the non-exclusive franchise tag on him. So just for you out there that maybe aren't sure what that means – There's two different types of tags the the Ravens could have given Lamar Jackson. There's the non-exclusive franchise tag, which would have paid him $45 And that means that no other team can talk to him at all in free agency. The Ravens are the only ones that can work on a deal. The non-exclusive tag will pay him $32 million this year if he signs it, which he won't. But it allows other teams to negotiate a potential contract with Lamar Jackson and let's say there's a team that does agree to a deal, the Ravens would then have the opportunity to either match that deal or get two first-round picks from that team. I I think it's brilliant because basically what you're doing is you're telling Lamar Jackson, hey, you don't like our deal. Go see what else is out there. And if somebody else gives you that deal that you want, fantastic. We'll match it. Right? Like They're basically making everybody else do their work for them. I, I think it's brilliant.
0: There's different vibes going around that, that Lamar Jackson is demanding this or that, which I don't know is totally accurate. Uh, people are assuming he wants over $200 million guaranteed. I, I haven't heard him say that. No. Um, so, you know, given what Kyler Murray got paid, um, it, it doesn't sound ridiculous given what Aaron Rodgers is making at his age. Um, what Russell Wilson got last year, Marcus, but just because Deshaun Watson, for example, got over $200 million, does that mean another guy needs to make more money because he's better than Deshaun? I mean, maybe Deshaun Watson is just a bad deal. Maybe Russell Wilson is just a bad deal. The Packers don't seem like they're real excited about having Aaron Rodgers. Who cares? In other words, why, why do we have to pay? Why does a team have to pay? Um, Lamar Jackson, more money. Why can't, why can't a team come out and say, no, we're not interested. Because that's how free agency works. It doesn't
1: matter whether you think the deal above you is a good one or not. It's just the way it is. I mean, look no further than the DeAndre Hopkins deal at wide receiver last, a couple of years ago, he got paid 28 million, which was so much more than the next receiver. So what a Tyree and Devontae Adams do last off season? They both got deals over 28 million. Like, It's just the way that it is, and you can be upset about it. You can cry about it, but Lamar upset about it. Well, I'm not. Not you, not you. I'm saying the universal you, right? Like these NFL teams. It's it's just the way that the market works.
0: I think you misunderstand where I'm coming from. I'm talking about. Well, I was just on Twitter. Noticed that one person in particular, and some others have tweets about. Um, You know, what are these teams doing to say that they're not interested within an hour and these teams are getting destroyed? Mm -hmm. I totally disagree. If I'm running an NFL franchise and I don't want Lamar Jackson and I know I don't want Lamar Jackson, I have the right to say I'm not interested if a reporter calls me. Okay. So it's not like, in other words, this is what people do on social media. It's not like the Falcons. I'm sure the Falcons didn't say, hey, let's put out a press release saying that we're not interested in Lamar without anyone asking us. You know, mm-hmm. if, if I'm the GM of a team and somebody asks me if I'm interested in Lamar and I'm not interested right now, I'm going to say I'm not interested in right now. Why do I not have the right to do that? Just because my team stunk last year, does that mean I have to go overpay for a quarterback because my team stunk just to appease the Twitter analytics crowd?
1: I don't understand that. I do think there's some people out there wondering why are we hearing this so publicly from so many teams right away when... Because they're worried about collusion. Right. Now, that usually doesn't happen. You don't usually have all these teams coming out at one time saying, "Yeah, we're not interested, right? So I think that's why people are using the word collusion. I don't know if that's the case. I think with most players in free agency, there's only ever two or three teams that are seriously interested. And I still think there's going to be two or three teams seriously interested in Lamar. It's just the way
0: that the market kind of works. And, and look, there I, there could be collusion. My point is this. If my team went 5-12 and 12 because we've made bad decisions in the past and we're trying to build the team the right way through the draft and whatnot, okay, let's take Atlanta. Why do I need to appease some Schmuck on Twitter. <laughs> like, what, what do I care? I mean, I'm, Me, I'm the guy, I'm right. the guy that's, that's running the team. I'm the guy whose job depends on it. Yeah. Maybe my team stunk because, you know, we, I just, just spitball in here. You know, maybe we got rid of, uh, you know, our franchise quarterback. Cause we thought, you know, he was getting older and he went to Indianapolis and proved that maybe one of our players got in trouble for gambling. You know, these aren't maybes by the way. <laughs> just FYI. Sure. uh, Maybe we have a coach we believe in. We think that we can build this a different way than overpaying for a quarterback. And when I say overpaying, I know the first thing someone's going to think is, well, Russell Wilson made this or what? I don't care what Russell Wilson made. Russell Wilson was a disaster.
1: Let me ask you this. Why do you think there were so many teams that were willing to do whatever it took to get Deshaun Watson last offseason but the list of teams that are interested in Lamar seems a lot lower. And we also need to remember Watson did not play at all during the 2021 season. And you knew Mm -hmm. a suspension was coming. Why were, why were, why was Atlanta willing to give the keys of the city to Deshaun Watson, but not Lamar Jackson?
0: Uh, that's a great question. And it very well could be collusion, but I don't think that's the definitive answer is what I'm trying to say. And my shirt popped open. Everyone enjoy the hassle hop. Um, Here's what I'm here, here's a just let me just give an alternate possibility. I'm just spitballing here, but could it possibly be that a GM said, you know, I'm looking at the changing landscape of the NFL and we were interested in Deshaun Watson. We saw what Cleveland paid him and we saw what they got out of that. We saw what Denver paid Russell Wilson and we saw what they got out of that. Even though we were interested in last year, we're not interested this year. And not only that, when I say the changing landscape, tell me why it's better to pay Lamar Jackson over $200 million, uh, some of it, maybe all of it guaranteed, um, or almost all of it guaranteed, rather than just trust my scouting department that I'm going to get a quarterback in the next one or two years, pay him on the cheap and build a team around him where he can succeed, as opposed to getting a player that may not be aging. But his style of play is not conducive to staying on the field, which, oh, by the way, we've seen the last two years. Um, Maybe I don't want to do that. So why do I got to do it to appease this Twitter crowd that, you know, I I don't convince me otherwise.
1: I mean, because you're still talking about a former MVP from the 2019 season who's was he twenty six years old right now? Okay, and one of the most dynamic players that we have in our league, right? Like you okay. could sign him. You could sign him to a four year deal, and he's still not even going to be in his thirties yet. So I think that's the appeal. I, I will say this: I, Lamar is one of my favorite players in the league. I think he's. I like him seven. too. I think this he's isn't about se- Lamar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he's a top seven quarterback all day long, but I don't think he's necessarily the most scheme diverse quarterback either right like I think he needs to go to a certain type of team that'll know that knows how to utilize him. so I think that itself kind of limits the options and then when you add in the injury history missing 10 games over the last two years I think there are some teams that are concerned I still think five six seven teams should be all over this but I understand why the markets may be a little bit suppressed
0: Look, if somebody is wondering on Twitter, like there's one prominent person I saw was wondering aloud why this is going on. That's one thing. But when people are claiming collusion on Twitter, that's where I kind of put my foot down and say, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. (laughs) Teams have the right to not do what you think that they should do, especially if people think that Atlanta or someone should sign Lamar Jackson. What makes you think that you're a 100 percent right? Because I can poke holes all day in it. For example, for example, you said in four years, Lamar is going to be 30, right? You're still going to be paying him $55 million a year guaranteed, right? Mm-hmm. Probably sure. something like that. Okay. At least. Okay. Is Lamar Jackson going to be running for 1,100 yards, seven touchdowns at 6.8 yards a carry when he's 30 after all this wear and tear? What do you think the odds are on that? What I mean, would you put your Vegas odds if I said, give me Vegas odds for right now for Lamar Jackson's going to run for 1100 yards, seven touchdowns, 6.8 yards per carry four years from now. Give me the Vegas odds on that. What, what like would they be plus
1: 800? But I also don't trust the lead not to add like seven new
0: games in there before we get there. So, <laughs> okay. So you re- would say, <laughs> okay. So plus 800, right? Okay. Uh, plus Uh 800 means bad odds that <laughs> bad, he's going to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I think Lamar Jackson's a much better passer than he's been given credit for. However, do you trust that Lamar Jackson with, say, a bad ankle okay, could beat uh, Kansas City or Cincinnati right now from the pocket with that Ravens team? Not with his current Ravens team, no. But I do think on the right team, yes, he could on the right team where he had the right weapons. Yes. Okay, yes. do you so you think he's a passer the level of Joe Burrow and Patrick no. Mahomes? No. No, no, no. I'm not I, I don't. Because there's been a little push with him in recent years where if you criticize his passing at all, people think you're being so awful about it. I think it. he's an average to above average passer. He's he is uh passer rating since his MVP season is 92.5. That that's <laughs> okay. It's okay. Mm -hmm. His yards per attempt is 7.3. That's decent. Okay. We're we're fine. His TD to INT ratio is 2 to 1. Love it. Okay. We're okay. And his uh, completion percentage is 63.7. Okay. They're all fine numbers, right? They're not $200 million numbers. They're nowhere near that. Daniel Jones can give you that. So... What you get with Lamar is this incredible playmaking ability. And I would also say to you that some of what has opened up the passing game for him has been his ability to run and the threat that you feel as a defense of the Ravens rushing attack, because he helps their running backs also. You take that away, wouldn't teams be a little bit more um, complacent playing with six DBs most of the time against yeah. you and that?
1: I I agree for the most part. I will say, I think that Greg Roman offense does not do a lot of favors to the quarterback in the passing game. So I think pairing him with the right offensive coordinator that would allow him to throw the ball more, give him some easier throws, I think you'd see those numbers, the numbers and the efficiency shoot up. But I think your point is, there's a chance as his game ages that he just becomes less dynamic of 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 a runner. And that means he needs to win more with his arm, which might only be, let's say it's let's say if you're grading him strictly as a passer maybe he's the 15th best passer in the
0: league here's the thing too i fully am aware about how i saw one guy tweet today another prominent person you know he had a really long tweet and he mentioned how the ravens have not spent um like spent the least amount of money on offensive players around lamar and i agree with that i agree with that so that's why i'm not too hard on lamar about um his passing numbers because i don't think he's had the help um but let's let's take cam newton cam newton was mvp of the league in 2015 you want to talk about cam newton's career post 2015 people used to get so upset if you didn't talk about what a good passer cam newton was like you were being hard on him now i didn't agree with the people that dogged on cam newton for the way he dressed and stuff like that that was just pure crap but I'm talking about Cam as a great pastor. That just was not the case. Yeah, I think Lamar's a better pastor than Cam ever was. I do, honest. too. I yeah. do, too. Let's take uh, Andrew Luck. Andrew Luck could make plays outside the pocket. He was such a gamer. I loved watching Andrew Luck, just like I love watching Lamar Jackson. But mm-hmm. was Andrew Luck's style and with the Colts' offensive line, uh, which, by the way, it wasn't all their fault, conducive to him being able to stay on the field? No. No. No, you know, I, I, I get the running quarterback thing. I do. I get the mobility thing I do, but there is a point in a guy's career where he wants to run less. I don't care who it is. It happened to all the good mobile quarterbacks. And I just don't know in year three and four of that deal, if you're going to be able to get your money's worth with Lamar, if he can't stay on the field. And I really like Lamar Jackson. This has got nothing to do with him. It's more about the peanut gallery out there saying that just because a team's not interested there's something horribly wrong with their organization that's why they're a bunch of losers. You know?
1: I don't agree with I, that.
0: I don't either. I mean why not? I mean we could take this farther back when DeMarco Murray was a free agent. He led the NFL in rushing. Why shouldn't a team gone out and paid him 16 million a year? Yeah. Cuz it didn't make sense.
1: Yeah. How however there are a couple teams out there that flatly I mean already denied that they if they have interest in Lamar that I don't make sense. We should talk about a couple of those and some of my Yeah, well let's
0: get to that's well, that's what kind of what I wanted to lead into is I do think there are a couple teams that should be interested. Okay. I just don't think that every team with a losing record that doesn't have a great quarterback should automatically be interested. Yes. So now I want to go through your eight potential landing spots because I know some of these are a little pie in the sky, and some of these you think no, this should really yeah. happen. So let's get it started. Uh
1: What's number eight. Number eight? Carolina yeah. Panthers haven't had a face of the franchise since Cam Newton left. Uh I think with Frank Wright, I think that would work a little bit. That defense is really good. I think you could recreate some of the Baltimore Ravens in Carolina.
0: They need dude, they need a face of the franchise so bad. I mean, yeah. I've asked you this before. I'm gonna ask it again. Who who's the guy that you're putting on your season ticket brochure? I mean, who who's the I guy? I mean, it's
1: probably DJ Burns? Moore right now or Burns, right? Like it's yeah, yeah. So I don't think that happens. I think Carolina is going to end up drafting their quarterback, somebody young that Frank Wright can work with. Uh, but we'll see. All right. And they se- wanted and
0: they wanted Deshaun Watson last year. I don't know if you said that. I don't know if I missed that, but they lost out on that deal. So okay. Sorry. Go ahead. Number seven. This one makes a
1: lot of sense. I hope it would never happen just because I don't want to see Lamargo here, but the Washington Commanders. Don't have a quarterback. They've already released Carson Wentz. The only quarterback on their roster is a fifth round pick, Sam Howell, who started one game against the Cowboys C team. Uh, you need talk about a team that needs like some good press right now. So watching the Washington yeah. commanders and Lamar could do that for them.
0: I actually like this one uh, for Lamar a lot. I, I'd be curious to see. Okay, let's see what Eric Bieniemy can do with Lamar Jackson. Let's see if he can apply the same uh, talent and ability that he was able to apply to Patrick Mahomes. I think Eric Bieniemy deserves a lot of credit, and um, this would give him an opportunity to kind of stick it to everybody. Um, yeah. So I kind of like that. But, Plus, okay. I mean,
1: you get Bieniemy with those receivers: Terry McLaurin, Diami Brown, Josh Dotson. I mean, you you got some guys that could fly. It's a fun fit. Uh next yeah, one. I like it. He'd
0: help their running backs too, man. Oh my Especially gosh, the yeah. kid that you like so much. Last Ryan year, Robinson, the rookie. Yeah, yeah, you bet. Okay. Yeah.
1: The Las Vegas Raiders. Now, the Raiders have the cap space to go out and sign Lamar Jackson. They even have they have their picks, right? They could give up the number seven pick and their next year first-round pick. From what I've heard, they don't have the actual cash to give Lamar Jackson. billion guarantee and a $65 million signing bonus. So as much as I would love to see him play with Devontae Adams and Darren Waller and Josh Jacobs and Hunter Renfro, I don't know how realistic that is.
0: This is another thing that I think the Twitter crowd needs to understand. When you give a guy, okay, so let's say we're going to pay Marcus Mosher $150 million over three years, Mm -hmm. okay? Because he's a great deep snapper. Okay. $50 50 million a year, right? Mm-hmm. Let's say we're going to give you 100 million of that guaranteed. That means no matter what happens to Marcus while he's deep snapping, he could turn his ankle and never play again. We're on the hook for $100 million, okay? Mm-hmm. And we're going to give him a $50 million signing bonus as part of that 100 million guaranteed. What that means is Marcus is guaranteed 100 million, but he's going to get 50 of it in a check the day he walks in the door. OK, mm-hmm. got to have cash to do that. <laughs> you, you, you can't. They can't just be numbers on a page. You've got right. to be able to pay that signing bonus right away. The signing bonus is due. Not every NFL owner, just because we think of them as all being rich. And it sounds like I'm defending the owners. But so, they are. But a lot of <laughs> them are cash flow, right? Right. They're not rich in cash. And so that's where... And we could go a deep dive on this all day. That's where stadium naming rights and all that stuff really came from. It helped increase cash flow for certain owners and not for others. Yep. Blah, 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 blah. So if Mark Davis doesn't have the money, then you can't pay the signing bonus. And believe me, these players want that signing bonus. So, okay, cool. I just wanted to say that. All
1: right. Next one. Next. The Jets at number five. Um, Not sure how feasible it is with their cap situation, although they're trying to trade for Aaron Rodgers, who has a ridiculous cap, but... If I told you that Lamar Jackson is on the Jets going into next year, are they the favorites in the AFC East?
0: What if I told you?
1: It's a good 30 for 30 intro right there.
0: Okay, I'm done. Uh, yeah, I'd say they're the favorites in the AFC yeah. East. And that's why it's appealing, right? With
1: that defense, with Brees Hall, your guy coming back, and those receivers, that could be one of the best offenses in of the league right away. So I would. I, Personally, this is maybe my
0: favorite landing spot. Oh yeah, I love it. But it's now, it, not gonna happen. Bro, you put Brees Hall with teams having to play Lamar Jackson. hmm That's gonna open things up. Oh my, he could have eighteen hundred yards. Mm-hmm. He could have eighteen hundred yards. He could average five and a half a carry. Okay, I kinda like this one too. So okay, okay keep going. I don't like this one. Number four.
1: Keep him you put him in a uh, no in the dome. No, right? With Jonathan no. Taylor, with no. Shane strike, what not? No,
0: because you've been doing this quarterback merry-go-round of free agents. Yeah, what have you failed on this one, too? old slow light guys, though. That's the problem. Guys that couldn't move, right? Fine. So you do it with super fast Lamar Jackson. But if it doesn't work out, like literally, when are you going to say, okay, enough already? We just need to trust our scouting department and draft someone. I, I, I think like
1: there's that. a little difference between Matt Ryan, Carson Wentz, Nick Foles, and Phillip Rivers compared to Lamar
0: oh I mean, yeah the obvious yeah, but- one
1: is there's like 12 years age difference between all of those okay <laughs> yeah
0: yeah i really love this for lamar hey lamar hey this is so cool i know you had to play with the ravens receivers last year but we're gonna give you the colts it would be yay. all those cemetery,
1: uh, there right ravens and the baltimore colts and all that kind of stuff right yay <laughs> uh all right next one yeah Sorry. Houston Texans at three. You got rid of Deshaun Watson last year. You played Davis Mills over the last two years. What team in the NFL needs a bigger spark than the Houston Texans? Because not only are they bad, they are terribly boring. And Lamar Jackson could change that.
0: That's fair. That's one thing that I really like. And so when I when I just went on my rant about people uh, on Twitter saying these teams are all stupid for not being interested Um, I think rather than looking at it from the perspective of of that perspective, looking at it from the perspective of, does he give your organization some juice? Now that's an argument that I can get behind all day. Um, I just think that the injury concerns for his style of play are legitimate organizational concerns when you're talking about this kind of investment. But if we put that to the side and we're talking about, hey, What about – because not every team is the same, right? Not every organization is the same. We just talked about Carolina needing a face of the franchise. Man, if any organization needs a shot in the arm, it's Houston. It's so Houston, and Lamar Jackson would do that. And if Lamar could stay healthy, which I hope he can, because like I said, I I love watching him play, Um, that'd be rad. That'd be rad. They have the cap space, right, which is awesome. Mm -hmm.
1: I kind of love them with
0: D'Amico Ryan's
1: like those two tied together for the next five yeah. years is a lot of fun. Yeah, And they're in a very unique situation where yes, you'd have to give up the number two pick, but you have the number 12 pick from the Browns this year and the Browns first round pick next year. So yes, you'd be losing two picks, but you'd still have first round picks to build around Lamar Jackson. I, I just think it makes so much sense. Okay. What's next? Right. Next one, the Atlanta Falcons, a team that we kind of, we're hinting at a little bit earlier. I think of all the teams out there, I think the Falcons make the most sense to trade for him, right? Because you do have weapons. I like their offensive line quite a bit. They ran the ball like crazy last year with Marcus Mariota. And in that division where every other team looks like they're at a big rebuild and you can keep him in a dome and make him still keep him as fast as ever. I think he makes so
0: much sense. Aren't they one of the teams that said they weren't interested? Yes. Because I was using them as an example, but it was this, that, and I hope you understand that wasn't really just about Atlanta. It's about, you know, any team having the right to say, look, we don't, we don't want to do this. Um, Yeah. I definitely see your point on this. Um, There's a part of me that's like, you know, why, why spend the time investing in Ritter and and investing a day two pick if you're just going to, go and dive in the free agent pool. Don't you want to find out what you have there? Um, but, but you didn't know Lamar was going to be available. So you didn't know Lamar is going to be available. And it's not like you spent a first round pick on Ritter either. Mm-hmm. So I'm okay with this one so far though. It's not my favorite. Okay. What's next? Right. What's number one,
1: my favorite destination for Lamar Jackson is still the Baltimore Ravens, right? It's a team that knows him better than anybody else. He is the franchise there. And whenever Lamar has played, they've been awesome. He has started 61 games in the NFL, and they are 45 and 16 in those starts. I, I know contracts can make some hard feelings and stuff, but I just think this is the best situation for him to win and conti- continue to play at a high level.
0: You know my favorite destination is on this entire group, of this group, the Jets. Yeah. I, I, I don't want Aaron Rodgers to the Jets I just don't want to watch Aaron Rodgers. It's just. I like Lamar to the Jets because I think. So, again, after I went through that whole rant, I need to backtrack a little bit and say, now that I've given you the case against him, how about the case for him? Right. So now that you've given me your teams and you've made your mini case for each, the case for Lamar Jackson is, hey, if you think you have a team right now that's ready to win now and. I'm talking about a I should say a young team because that team. means a lot of your players are not on big deals. Mm-hmm. Hey, of all these teams, who fits that the most? The Who's got the young yeah. the Jets. Yes, the Jets have some really good players including uh the guy that should have been defensive player of the year last year. Uh, they have a bunch yep. of of course. They have a bunch of young players. They've got a young running back, young wide receiver, young great corner, you know, uh, they have a decent line. They've got some young players on defense outside of Sauce Gardner. Mm-hmm. I like that. I like that one the most. I think my second favorite is Washington. Just so Eric B could stick it to everybody, and Philadelphia and Dallas would have some real competition from Washington. I know you wouldn't like that. Right. I think it would make the NFC East a lot more fun. Um, Am I so, forgetting any teams in here? I don't think you're forgetting any teams. But the one that I I when you and I were talking about this yesterday it was the first team that came to mind, and I. I know it's kind of wackadoodle a little bit, but I thought Detroit. I just thought, okay, does Detroit have some young, talented players check Uh, that they're not paying a ton of money right now? Yes. Mm -hmm. Do they have two good running backs that could totally capitalize off of Lamar Jackson's ability to, again, you're playing 11 on 11 against him. How Mm -hmm. effective would DeAndre Swift be with Lamar Jackson under center? Would the Lions be able to play the style of game of Lamar Jackson that's, uh, I guess, parallel with or synonymous with their organizational MO right now is? Yes, under Dan Campbell, I think he would love to be able to run the ball right down team's throat. I don't think Dan Campbell wants to throw the ball 55 times a game. No. I agree. The problem is, is their quarterback played pretty well last year, and I loved it. This is, you know, if we want to go back to last year, all the people that are so smart about Lamar and teams now were the same people that made fun of Jared Goff last year because he wasn't Matt Stafford. Uh, I told Marcus on the phone, Jared Goff was probably a top three quarterback in the NFL last year at home. Mm-hmm. And he was the best quarterback in the NFC last year, I think, at home. Um That'd be a real risk to replace somebody that the, his teammates really like, that the coach seems to like, who played well. But that was just one team you, that kind of floated around. Float around, float around. Do you want Jared Goff's uh, home stats from last year?
1: Do I ha- Have I seen them? You, I'm going to tell them to you right now. You ready?
0: 60, okay. okay. I, 60, wait, can I guess? Go ahead. I think he had 25 touchdown passes at home last year, or really close to it.
1: Yeah, so it is he 66% of his uh 66% completion percentage 2400 passing yards at home mm. 23 touchdowns three interceptions a pass rating of 109 uh and he had a adjusted yards per attempt of 8.7 which is pretty ridiculous
0: that's really really good the problem was some of the road games and one of them that comes to mind they he actually made the play to those to his tight end I can't remember which tight end it was I think it was his second tight end um against the Jets didn't have a great game but that was one of the road games he struggled yeah. and that was kind of the problem with golf last year Look, Six I, touchdowns I really like, on the road <laughs> yeah yeah that's right you got the the big sigh there I, I like don't it, think though. it's I I just think Gosh, it would give that organization so much oomph. They would be so ready to win right now. But that's a really tough sell to say, we know Jared Goff played fantastic last year, and the team, the locker room likes him, and the coach likes him, but we want Lamar. That's a that's a tough sell.
1: No. Uh
0: so there, those are my eight landing spots for Lamar
1: Jackson. I still think I think there's like a 90% chance that he just ends up. Back in Baltimore, maybe some team makes him an offer. Which I, I, I think that I'm pretty sure some team is going to make him an offer, and I think Baltimore is going to, uh, you know, basically match that offer pretty quickly. The only thing that might make Baltimore a little hesitant to do that if a team like Houston, who owns the number two pick, signs him, because maybe at that point Baltimore would be like, you know what, we can draft whatever quarterback we want at number two, we get another first round pick next year. We do have Tyler Huntley under contract for another year. We could kind of slow play the quarterback situation and start the quarterback clock all over again. But I, if I had to bet, I think he's back in Baltimore.
0: Yeah. I I think you're right. Actually. A lot of, a lot of animus can go under the bridge, uh, especially when somebody gets paid and the team wants to win games. Yep. It's like, well, hey, we don't care about what happened in March. You know, yep. it's it's September now, August, whatever. Um, a couple of things. We'll call them Elliot Backtracks. Number one, I said the Twitter analytics crowd. I'm talking about the, not the real analytics crowd, the people that are really smart with analytics, but the people that just kind of make numbers do what they want them to do and then send out really dumb tweets. Oh,
1: I've never done that uh, in my life.
0: Yeah. Second of all, second thing, um, look, I... I shouldn't be so harsh on people that have these kind of opinions. If people are just speculating like, Hey, this doesn't look good from a collusion standpoint. I agree. It was just like some people came out. Wouldn't you agree that some people came out pretty strong about yeah. these teams? Not, I, I just think it's kind of silly that a GM of a team has to do what you think that they should do and you yeah. rip them apart and then what happens when they prove to be right? Do you go back and apologize?
1: <laughs> I, I do I do want to mention just really quick some history of why this might be, why some teams are maybe scared off a little bit. The last five players that have received the non-exclusive tags and that have mm-hmm. signed deals with other teams have all had their original deals matched or have all had that deals matched by the original team. So I think teams, as we're getting closer to free agency, are just less and less likely to be like, we don't want to spend the next three days crafting an offer just to get it accepted by Baltimore and take all this negative publicity, mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. know, especially if we have a quarterback like Jared Goff, right? Because now what you, you just introduce all this extra drama to your team that you might not need, even though I think it would be worth it. I, I think that's playing into this.
0: I that No, that's a really great point. That's a really great point. I, you know, I'm just thinking about what you're saying here. Well, okay. Let me, let me just say this. I think um, I know where the quarterback market is headed. I think we all have a good idea of what it, what it costs, you know, to, you know, to have a great quarterback. But at some point I think that a team can say, yeah, we acknowledge what the market is, but it's just more advantageous these days to trust my scouting department I realize that's a risk because how many first round quarterbacks actually land, Marcus? Is it one out of three? I think that's is it, fair. Yep. Okay. Yeah. So it really is going to come down to do a decision. There's a point where the quarterback money can get so high where even though people on Twitter or your fan base are screaming, hey, why don't you get this guy or why don't you do that? That it, look, it's just smarter for me to roll the dice on the draft and get a guy for whatever it's going to be, 800,000 or a million plus or whatever, you know, depends on what round you, you draft them. Um, I mean, look, ideally you want to get someone like Russell Wilson in the third round or Dak Prescott in the fourth round. Mm -hmm. We're not having to pay very much, but um, I think that some GMs are coming to the conclusion that look, we saw what Deshaun Watson made. We shot, we saw what Cleveland got for it. We saw what the Broncos got for Russell Wilson. We don't want to do that.
1: It's hard not to blame them. And there's just such a an advantage to having a quarterback on a rookie contract. And with this being a really strong quarterback draft, especially at the top, and a lot of these teams that have been rumored for Lamar Jackson, if you are the the Raiders, right? And you don't have cash, but you have the number seventh pick, it may be more intriguing just to go out and draft CJ Stroud at pick seven.
0: Right, right. By the way, it is really hard to make a strong point like that when someone's knocking at your door the whole time. I just want you to know, I was I was able to make that point That's somewhat. Good job by you. That's concentration okay. right there. Right. <laughs> this is real concentration. Last thing from me on this is really more a question for you. And by the way, just to reiterate, so Marcus's eight teams were Carolina, Washington, the Raiders, the Jets at five, the Colts at four, Texans at three, Falcons at two, Ravens at one. Um, I didn't really not like any of these. I think the Raiders is just not going to happen. I don't like it for the Colts. I loved it for the Jets. I loved it for the Texans. And just for kind of reasons that are a little off the field for Washington. But um, just to get some naysayers, you know. Um, But I want to ask you this. If you're the GM of a team right now, and let's throw out a team like the Jets, because I think the Jets are an anomaly that they have so much young talent on the cheap right now. You're a team that has a medley of veteran players and young players, like the Cowboys, honestly. Do you think it's smarter right now to pay a quarterback $250 million contract or whatever it's going to be? Okay, uh, $220 million. Sure over four years and guarantee 195 of it and do a $70 million signing bonus or whatever it is, or is it better to trust your scouting department? And would you rather roll the dice next year in the draft? Because I know this year in the draft may not be the best, but next year. In other words, like, just play with who you got in 2023, okay? And then wait for 2024 and go get your guy. I would rather have Lamar Jackson.
1: Okay, just because it's to me, it's a sure thing for a guy that's in his prime. Mm -hmm. And I'm not super concerned about what what Lamar looks like at age 31 and 32 because you're probably not signing him to a deal that's that long. We've seen the last three quarterback contracts are all four year deals. Dak Prescott got a four year deal. Kyler Murray, I believe, got a four year deal. Like, I think the next four years of Lamar's absolute prime. I think he could win an MVP again. That's the guy that I want.
0: I, I think that's fair. I am very split on it. I'm very split on it. My my split is that when the Ravens really, I thought, had their best opportunity, Lamar was on his rookie deal mm-hmm. and they could afford some players around him and maybe they weren't the offensive players he wanted, but they had some pretty good defensive players uh, in Baltimore they and they have the best kicker in the league. Well, having a good defense and a good head coach and a good kicker that's better than having great skill players around your quarterback, in in my opinion. Um, And so um, I'm, I'm very, very torn on this. Uh, The other thing that we should consider to your point, to your point about doing this, in other words, that would make you right. That would underline your decision as being right is that people don't have very long in this business and job security, you're a GM or you're a head coach or even a coordinator, Sometimes you you can't kick the can down the road and hope that your scouting department will find you the right guy. So if you find you a guy that helps you go eleven and six, yeah, maybe he misses a couple of games and you get bounced in the divisional round or whatever. But teams are you're you're, you're selling out and people are buying your alternate dumb jersey that you decide to create to make money.
1: I, I think of the Jets <laughs> yes, right. Joe Douglas missed on Sam Darnold at pick number three. He missed on Zach Wilson at number Mm -hmm. two. Mm -hmm. I don't think he deserves another chance to pick another quarterback high, right? And that team has not been in the playoffs in several years. You need somebody that can help you right now. Do you want to deal with Aaron Rodgers and his decline and all of his weirdness? Or would you rather deal with Lamar, who gives you something different that I think could take that team to the next level? That's what I would prefer to do. I know that there's differing opinions and i know maybe Rodgers is a better fit with garrett wilson and all that kind of stuff but give me lamar
0: i you know i think we should end it right there uh, i think that's those are good points uh i do think teams have the right to do what they want to do but i think lamar jackson's a, a very very unique player mm-hmm. and i hope that he stays healthy and You know, we should say, too, we don't think he's a bad passer or anything like that. We're just saying, like, you know, it's such a big part of his game, what he's able to do with his feet. And unfortunately, and I really want to underline the unfortunately, sometimes that means a quarterback has a hard time staying on the field. I wish I wish it wasn't that way. Believe me. But uh I'm rooting for the Jets. He got me officially rooting for the Jets on this deal. So uh, we will talk to you guys later this week. We've got some odds and ends to talk about on our podcast. Hope you enjoyed this one. Uh, We really appreciate you guys. We appreciate the people at Brinks. You can follow Marcus. uh, Well, you can listen to Locked On Cowboys. It's the top, top listen to Cowboys podcast out there. He does it with Landon McCool. Also, you can follow him on Twitter. It's at Marcus underscore Mosher. He writes for PFF. I am at Harrison NFL on Twitter And we will talk to you uh, in a couple of days. Thanks, everybody. Take care.